What's up, guys? Regiment in this podcast is brought to you by G Fuel, the ultimate energy drink for gamers. G Fuel uses a special blend of vitamins, antioxidants, and other natural caffeine resources to keep you from having those jitters or even that crash that you normally would have from other energy drink brands. So whether you're having a long gaming session or you're just having a long day and need a pick-me-up, G Fuel definitely has you covered. G Fuel also has a wide array of flavors to choose from. But if you don't know what flavor you want to try, they also sell variety packs on their website, and they even come with a cool shaker. So head on over to gfuel.com and use promo code REGIMENT at checkout to get up to 30% off. That is REGIMENT, promo code REGIMENT, down here at checkout to get up to 30% off. We're going to talk about the Air National Guard arrested after applying to be a hitman online. So a Tennessee Air National Guardsman who called himself the Reaper is now... (laughs) is now reaping the consequences of his actions after attempting to find work on a website for Hitman. Garcia21 marketed himself to rentahitman.com as a skilled murderer for hire, citing his marksmanship skills and his service in the Tennessee Air National Guard. One problem, rentahitman.com is not a real business. You don't say. You don't say. We should Google it right now and see if it's the first thing that pops uh, fucking, up. You want to? I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Rent to hit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. We have customizable solutions for every situation. Tired of getting bullied? Rent a hitman has assisted, individual- <laughs> has assisted individuals just like you who have been the victim of bullying at the gym. Problems customer testimonials, bro. Customer testimonials. Sounds Fernando like M. from Kansas. My business schedule is too busy to get my hands dirty with human resources issues, so I consulted with Rena Hitman, and they handled my disgruntled employee issue promptly while I was out of town on vacation. Gracias, Rena Hitman. The fact that this fucking moron believed this, right? Welcome back to the Smoke Pit Podcast. We're your uh, host, yes. Brock and Doc. Hello. We're back for another episode of the Smoke Pit Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a lot of bullshit happening in the military world. More and more to the, uh, you know, the National Guardsmen. Well, and we got to be more world. specific than that. That's like an everyday thing. Yeah, everyday thing in the military world. But it seems like a lot of these fuckers, like much like Marines, can't keep their dicks in their pants. Uh, guardsmen can't seem to fucking maintain OPSEC. And, you know, we leak classified documents. And it seems like the two of it's funny because two of our stories today are about Air National Guardsmen getting arrested by the fucking FBI on two different cases. What's up with the National Guard? I mean, you were in the National Guard for a bit. Air National Guard. I, I, I was mean, in the National Guard. I mean, same but same. also, like, I don't know. I really don't understand it. It's just people are doing stupid shit. Yeah, a lot of stupid shit. So a what couple is when you just click through your fucking your opsec training, your cyber awareness. Yeah, right. And like I said, like I was saying earlier, like the guys, you and anybody else still in your fucking cyber awareness training is about to get cranked up. Like you guys are gonna fucking like you thought that shit was bad before. It's gonna be worse now. And I I feel bad for y'all, but I'm just know. buying Jeff's mixtape at this point. I'm just gonna do it. Jeff's mixtape. Yeah, I don't know how y'all's cyber awareness looked but there's always this one dude i don't think it's the same anymore there's always this guy with a cd who was trying to it oh, basically yeah, looked like same. selling you it's the same tape. it's the same okay trying to sell his mixtape but he's, he's actually just wanting to steal documents and then leak it on the internet and it's funny because the fucking it it's the, when it comes to an opsec leak the one common denominator i'm finding with all of them is the 
The motive is to win an argument online. That's, Usually. No, that, that's every time. Like the War Thunder community, it's always trying to win an argument on Reddit. This OPSEC thing that we're about to talk about, this leaked documents about Ukraine and shit, <laughs> was to win a Discord argument because his friend said that prove it or else you're a cuck. And he was like, right. I'm not a cuck. And then he cucks Just himself. Just be wrong. And now he's going to prison for espionage. He's lucky it's not like was the old it days. Worth it? I hope it was worth was, it. Was it worth it, bro? Was it worth should've, it? Should have just been a cuck, I guess. Full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, he was not an RG member. Thank God. Thank God it didn't happen in our server. And thank God that it wasn't an RG member that did it. We'd have, just, we'd have all been under investigation. <laughs> all of us. Yeah, fucking all of us would have been under investigation. Every person. Every person. Like, what did you see? I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been too busy doing homework and playing Destiny. So, fuck you. Had all of my shit confiscated. So we do have a couple gaming topics on top of it. One of them is military related. So the first topic we're going to talk about is um, online gaming chats have been a long spy risk for U.S. military. We'll find out why. Um, but I mean, you know, it's no it's no secret that Sony is like keeping track of everyone's uh, party chats. And that um, just came out recently, didn't they? Well, uh, I don't know if that was true, though. That's the thing. Like, I saw that, but I'm not 100% sure on how true it really is. It might okay. not be true. It might just, it really could just be somebody just saying something, you know? Okay. Um, another little topic in the gaming world is that Sony has um, revealed what their next handheld PlayStation thing will be. And it's not going to be like a PSP. It's called the um, codename Lite. And essentially all it is is like a remote play, like the Switch. Only you can't leave your house with it. <laughs> Imagine a Switch where the only thing way you can play it is if your PlayStation is in proximity of you. That's that's essentially all it is. It's not very remote. No. I mean, maybe if you like someone's on watching TV and you want to play play your games, you can only play it from your PlayStation. And and remote play it to your the whatever device you're playing it on and it has to be local oh, it's not too bad it's got to be on the same net it's got to be in the same network as your playstation is we'll dive more into that um there was an article that we kind of talked about but not here which was this uh this lady who claimed to be a marine who was for a long time for a long time she had the va convinced that she was a marine she was even yeah, um, warrior. She she scammed. She scammed thousands so many people. Yeah, tens of thousands of dollars, and um, she got brought to light. And like angry cops had a video about this because it was one of his foundations that got scanned by her too. And she was claiming to be a disabled vet. Um, I think she with cancer with with cancer, and that she couldn't pay her bills and shit. And you know they. All the money obviously went through her pocket because she didn't actually have cancer, but she also wasn't actually serving, so. And she she used other veterans' information. Yes. She she made a, such a convincing DD-214 that it had the VA fooled because she was a VA representative too, I think. Yeah. But that also, yeah, I think... That also means that other people aren't verifying shit because the information that was on there, it, while it was legitimate, it was somebody else's. Yeah, it was all. It was not her. So they, if you they took it up for that face value, it would have showed that it's not this fucking person. Right. 
So we're going to talk about that. Um, another thing, because we're going to talk about crazy fucking people that end up getting past MEPs. Um, an army trainee who hijacked a school bus full of children was found not guilty by reasons of insanity. Now, this happened. So some of y'all may remember this as the guy that was trying to, like, leave boot camp. He had his little rifle, and he hijacked the bus full of, full of school kids. How much do you want to bet his rifle had a, be- had a blank firing adapter on it? Do y'all carry your rifles around everywhere in boot camp? Yeah. They like also the, have the blank. They have the, the muzzle cover, the blank firing adapter on them. The BPA? The... B- the BFA? That's not right. BFA, that's not Yeah, I guarantee you he had a fucking BFA on that. Well, <laughs> this happened a few years ago, but he just got um, found not guilty. So this dude's definitely going to a fucking pad- padded room. So that's a fun one. Again. again. It's a good answer. What do you mean again? Article. I'm, not, I'm again? To that one. Again? He's oh, been in yeah. one before? Before. Before, Before he got recruited? Found out. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love recruiting failures. <laughs> um, so our next topic after that is going to be an air, airman is suspected. So a guy from the Tennessee Air National Guard is suspected of leaking secrets um, and uh, secret U.S. documents on Discord. And so these were the, uh, secret documents about, like, you know, Ukraine. Uh, That's the famous one. It's, this or is the, the famous one. one. This is the big around. one. And it's funny because, like, it showed way more than just the Ukraine shit. It showed that the U.S. is spying on its allies. We'll dive more into that. Nah, I don't believe it. No. Not us. Kind of like the fucking uh, Restrict Act, how, like, the government can basically, they're going to try to pass this bill that not only bans TikTok, but it spies on you and has complete control of everything in your network. And that if you use a VPN at all, like, it's, it's 20 years in prison or $2 million in fines or some shit. I think I saw that. Super awesome. I read about that because there's two different ones. There was a restrict and there was a shorter acronym one. So, and then our last topic is a fun one. An Air National Guardsman is arrested after applying to be a hitman online. And the website's called hireahitman.com. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How stupid do you have to be? <laughs> you fucking idiot. You're not uh, even on the dark web. You're not using Tor. Nothing. You're just like ah, should have been using a, should have been using the, <laughs> should have been using the VPN. You fucking weirdo. Even still, dude, the fucking like, that's a basic ass website. You ain't gonna get yeah. a hitman on a basic ass website. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. It's well, funny. It's it's anybody who really believes that like someone's trying to hire you as a hitman and it's legit. And it's not on the dark web. And like, it's not. It's not. Yeah, if it's not on the dark web, even if it is on the dark web, chances are it's a lie. It's a sting, and yeah. you're falling for it. I mean, but it's still more likely to be true than like I went to hirehitman.com. This doesn't sound fishy at all. This doesn't sound like a scam at all. It's like saying you went to Pornhub to find a girlfriend. Um. That's like every military person that goes off base. Yeah, I know. Fucking, it's not the money you're giving her. There's a real connection. People in the military are weird, bro. They're weird. I can say that because I am one, but and so are you. But in, in all honesty, like the military is full of society's weirdest rejects. people. <laughs> not, we're not not society's rejects. <laughs> it's just like, um. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that join the military because, you know, they they want to do something better with their life. They want to change their life. Um, 
you know, this is their last option to turn their life around. They have great intentions to be, to learn leadership skills, to learn life experiences and all that shit. I mean, I wanted to serve my country. Then there's those other people that are just straight fucking narcissists that, that just, they do it to fucking stroke their ego. And like, and it's funny that it's an air national guardsman that applied to be a hitman because like, like what made you think you were qualified for something like that? I'm in the military. I could be a good hitman. Like you weren't in the fucking air national guard kid. That's that's like the Air Force is trying to be they're like, I'm tactical. It would be one of those things where if I if it was like a former member of special forces did it, I could see that being like, all right, yeah, he's probably qualified to do that. But, but no, you, this guy probably worked at the fucking post office. This guy was just an admin paper pusher that fucking was like, <laughs> I was in the military, so I'm awesome. It's like every, but, every Marine's a rifleman. Every Marine a rifleman, every rifleman a Marine. I don't understand it. Hang on, I gotta change my... Listen to the article. Fuck you. Yeah, listen to the article. What's the matter? You don't wanna listen well, to the I'm, article? Well, I'm already gonna be listening to the article, except this one might have better reading skills. All right, article time. <laughs> so... Online gaming chats have long been a spy risk for U.S. military. So step into a U.S. military recreation hall and it's at a base almost anywhere in the world and you're bound to see it. Young troops immersed in the world of online games using government-funded gaming machines of their own console. Government-funded gaming Hold machines? On. Wait a minute. What in the Air Force fucking sentence is this? What the fuck Where do you mean? I, I've never seen a government-funded gaming machine in my entire career. Unless it's deployment. Deployment, I can kind of see that does happen. I, Wonder if they mean the USO. May I? Oh, I don't even know. I think they mean like the USO. I don't think they mean like, hey, we we just got like this. Or the unit got us a gaming lounge. <clears throat> so oh, that was a loaded fucking paragraph right there. The enthusiasm military personnel have for gaming and the risk that carry that it carries. What risk is in the spotlight after Jack Texeria? A 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsman was charged with, oh, good. It was charged with illegally taking uh, and posting highly classified material in a, geogra a ge uh, geopolitical chat room on Discord, a social media platform that is stated as a hangout for gamers. I, gu I guarantee you now after this, Discord is going to be in a fucking, it's going to suck. Oh, I'm, I'm so worried for Discord because it's been so great. And they held off my, they said, fuck you to Microsoft. We're going to stay independent, which was phenomenal. And now the government's going to dip its hands into oh, it. Oh, God, I'm so worried. So state secrets can illegally be shared in countless, uh, countless different ways from whispered conversations and dead drops to myriad social media platforms. But online gaming forums have long been a particular worry of the military because of their lure for young service members. I want to, I guarantee you the next paragraph is going to talk about that Reddit shit with Four Thunder. <laughs> So, and U.S. officials are limited in how closely they can monitor their, monitor those forums to make sure nothing on them threatens national security. Probably because they also don't understand gaming whatsoever. The, no, they don't. The social media world and gaming sites in particular have been identified as a counterintelligence concern for about a decade, said Dan Meyer, a partner at Tully Rickney Law Firm, which specializes in military and security clearance issues. 
And that's another thing we're going to talk about with uh, when once we get to we're going to have a little discussion about that guy that leaked those documents. He is young. He was an E three and he had access to some serious shit. Like how? Because foreign. Well, intel- I mean, I bet he still couldn't have a candle in his barracks or a toaster. Uh, foreign intelligence agents could use an avatar in gaming room to connect with 18 to 23 year old sailors gaming uh, from the rec room at Norfolk Naval Base. Hey, win their confidence over for months and then through that process, start to connect with them on other social media platforms. Meyer said nothing that U.S. spy agencies have also created avatars to conduct surveillance on online games, World of Warcraft and Second Life. You mean to tell me that the U.S. government is using like fake profiles to spy on you on video games? I guarantee you that I, the fucking agents doing that are only doing it as an excuse to play. Well, that could be. I bet you. I bet you got some fucking spies in regiment. No. Oh, whoa. Good point. <laughs> actually, we probably do have some spies in regiment. Ah, oh, shit. Fuck you, Fed. I mean, we anyway. do have a, at least one very high-ranking individual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Feds are watching us. I mean, we are, after all. <laughs> I want to say it out loud, but I'm not going to. We are we are being accused of we are being accused of uh, building a private militia to overthrow the government and take over the world. Oh my god, that, that just lost brain that's cells. Fucking, I can't that believe shit. that somebody actually thought that was true. That's it's just Twitter nonsense, right there. So, so the mi- like, oh my god, the January sixth. So the military doesn't have the authority to conduct surveillance of U.S. citizens on U.S. soil. Bullshit. Patriot Act, Restrict Act. We don't have. Author authority, but we do, you know, but we, we'll still do not it. Going to tell you about it. <laughs> That's the role of domestic law enforcement agencies like the FBI. Oh, the military doesn't. The FBI does. Okay. Even when monitoring members of the armed forces, there are privacy issues. Something that the Defense Department ran into head on as it tried to establish social media policies to counter extremism in the ranks. The military Where's does. Tinfoil hat. Where's this is about to turn into the, the smoke pit conspiracy theory podcast. Um, the military does, however, have a presence in the online gaming community. Both the Army and the Navy have service members whose full-time job is to compete in video game tournaments as part of military esports teams. That's Where is that fucking job? Let me... Oh, thank you. Excuse me? I'm recording. I'm, I'm about to fucking... I'm about to put in for a new job. Thank you. This is also not my podcast. This is Regiment's. I'm cross-rating right here. Holy shit. So you mean to tell me, I thought that these guys in the esports teams were like. Like a side thing. I thought, yeah, like like it was a side thing. I didn't think it was a full-time job like the fucking army band. Like the military sports type stuff. Like people try out for the sports teams and like that's, that's their thing for a little bit. But that's not their actual job. I swear, if they end up getting, if that's an actual job and not just like how the regular sports are where like you're you're basically TAD to do that for however a lot of fucking time like let me collect a military paycheck where was this when I fucking enlisted right like where was this where was this MOS hang on I gotta close my door like after I took my ASVAB where was this job I would have loved if if, if, if I it takes a ten now to get in. It, what? 
It only takes like a 10 to get in right now. Like a 10 ASVAB score? <laughs> yeah. You're full of shit. No, I'm not. That can't be true. Yeah. Where did you we see can, this? We can look it up after this, but it's just, you know, we'll, we'll look it up after. Are, are not going well. So the, te- the teams are seen as an effective way to reach and potentially recruit youth who have grown up with online gaming since early childhood. But none of the services they said they had any sort of similar team playing online to monitor the potential threats or leaks. Pentagon spokeswoman Sue Go uh, said that its intelligence activities are primarily focused internationally. In collecting any information on Americans, the Defense Department does so in accordance with the law and policy in a manner that protects privacy and civil liberties. Um, Instead, the military has focused on training service members never to reveal classified information in the first place, cyber awareness training. Mm -hmm. In wake of the online leaks, the department is reviewing its processes to protect classified information, reducing the number of people who have access, and reminding the force that the responsibility to safeguard classified information is a lifetime requirement for each individual granted a security clearance. It's really 50 years, but... it's I mean, that's a long (laughs) time, let's be honest. Yeah. If you have a top secret, by the time that you, by the time your clearance is ex, like is over with, and you're fucking, or by the time you're like over with with your clearance, it's you're gonna be like in your seventies, like the what is the statute of limitations? There you go. Pretty much, yeah. So these various gaming channels are just another form of social networks," said Peter Singer, whose novel Burn-In centered on attacks on the U.S. that are plotted in private chamber of an online war game. What war game is that? I wonder. <laughs> and where all the plotters use avatars of historical figures to disguise themselves. That's what? Singer, who's advised the Pentagon on future warfare, expects that the future espionage and plotting will likely find haven in some of these private online worlds. God damn it, it's going to be Discord. I know it. There's a shift from it being viewed as niche and for kids to adults using it. Everything from marketing and entertainment to criminal, uh, criminal- criminality. Yeah, that's the word. Singer said, is this the future? Most definitely. But besides the legal limitations on monitoring these games, the vast number of sites and private chats would be virtually impossible for the Pentagon to manage. Your answer to this can't be, how do I find it on video game channels? Singer said, your answer has to be, how do I keep it from getting out in the first place? Which is true. Like, you're, like, that's, you gotta, like, and and I'm sorry, I'm going to be eating because I'm fucking starving, so I don't care. Uh, here's that ASVAB thing I was telling you about. Oh, this, I mean, this is for the Navy. I don't. I, I didn't look at the other branches. Show it to me. I gotta see this. It would be the fucking Navy. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it's the other branches too. But you know, we're we're uh, we're hurting for numbers, man. Retention is that bad, huh? Retention is horrendous. You I mean, are not lying. For me. You are not lying. The Navy will now enlist recruits who score 10 on their ASVAB. Like, you ever meet those people in the military and you're like, You're an ASVAB waiver. You're an ASVAB waiver. It's about to get so much worse. A new policy will allow for more recruits who score between the 10th and 30th percentile of the Armed Forces Qualification Test. My God, if you guys weren't a meme enough. This article. It's not like it's just going to be us. Okay. (laughs) So, joining the Navy just got a little bit easier. Under new guidelines announced Monday, the Navy will now accept up to 7,500 new sailors who score between the 10th and 30th percentile of the Armed Forces Qualification Test, or the ASVAB. 
Oh, granted, this was a December article, but still. Um, these future sailors will be so-called Category 4 recruits, and up to 20% of the upcoming year's enlistees could fall into this category. God damn, that's a lot of people. 20% yeah. of the recruiters recruits are going to fall into this category? I mean, because if you think about it, with the way I saw this too, the way that the new medical system, this is actually across the board, the new medical system for the military is preventing people from being recruited. See, before it was more of their... like the physical issues. Now it's like everyone's just dumb. Well, it's this is it's on top of that. So all of that combined. So you got the the people that can't join that want to join, but like can't because they can look into enough. their medical history now. So you gotta you gotta be like, well, I'll take the fucking idiot, I guess, if he can get in. Can you pass a PT test? Good. You can't it's pass a normal be, test. Like though. everyone's gonna be like the Marines. It's just gonna. Can you run fast and pick up heavy shit? Cool. That we are turning into idiocracy. Yes. It's what plants want. So as we continue to navigate a challenging recruiting environment, maybe you know what I could I could tell you right now how to fix your fucking recruiting issues. Don't have shitty leadership. Exactly. That's what it's gonna get at. <laughs> shitty leadership and treating fucking soldiers, sailors, and Marines. And airmen and guardians, because, you know, Space Force, we got to include <laughs> them. Stop treating troops like they're fucking children. I mean, okay, hang on. Yes, there is a time and place, but when, when they're the individual person that's being this way that needs that fucking guidance because they are basically a child and they can't seem to fucking have a level of maturity to them, I understand for them. You're, you make it to where there's a culture across the entire military where everyone's treated like a fucking 10-year-old. Like, you can't have toasters because somebody 15 years ago burned his barracks down because he left something in the toaster and fucking it caught on fire. Or he put a spoon in the toaster and it caught on fire. Or something stupid. Marine. Had to have been Marine. I guarantee you it was. <laughs> um, but that's that's the thing. It's like you, you start treating everyone like they're children. You're going to have... Low retention rates, low recruitment rates. Plus, on top of that, you stack shitty leadership on top of it and make people's lives fucking miserable. Yeah, your recruiting numbers are going to suck. No one's going to want to join. It's the same as a civilian. It, people rarely will quit a job. They usually quit the boss or the people around right. them. It's exactly it's, it's the same way. The only difference is they're just locked into that fucking enlistment. You know, That's one of the reasons people talk about missing deployment because if they're around good people, that shitty time really isn't that bad. Like they they miss that camaraderie when you're everyone I know that that's everyone I know that's trash. when I talk to people about deployments and shit and the one thing that they always talk about with how why they miss deployments is not because they miss the combat and shit. No, they miss the how simple it was. It was you versus the enemy and basically your routine was very simple. You woke up you went to the gym and you maybe you had and you had days off. You didn't go on missions every single day. You had days off. So like every few days you'd go on a mission for several days at a time. And then after that you get like two days off and you go to the gym and you, you eat, you just hang out. They have game consoles out and deployments and stuff. And it was just like you have this level of of family and brotherhood that you won't get anywhere else. And even in garrison, you won't really you'll get some of it, but you won't get all of it. And that's why an operational environment is the one thing that people miss the most. Now, if the op tempo is absolutely insane and you're going 100 miles an hour all the time, yeah, it fucking sucks. And no one wants to fucking do yeah, that forever. You're going to get burned out eventually. Oh, yeah. Like my last unit. We fucking, that's all we did. 
And then you got to take on top of it the the benefits aren't exactly getting better. No, and then you got Senate, you got Congress talking about stripping people of their disability benefits if they make a certain amount of money a year. So it's like like Angry Cop said. Uh, granted, the VA secretary shut that down real fast, but the fact Which, is ironically, that ironically he has no authority to do right. However, it's it's fucked up that Congress is even thinking like, you know what, let's cut veteran benefits after they get back. Like, let's cut their disability. And if they make too much, we'll start cutting that down until there's nothing, and then we'll start taxing it. It's like, are you kidding me? You want to you, you want to put us through all that shit? And now, like he said, recruit like retention numbers and recruitment numbers are not going to be good because why would I put myself through something like that if in the end I'm not going to get fucking back anything? I'm going to get punished for doing well for myself. After a, at a certain point, I kind of foresee mandatory service kind of being a thing. It's it's going to get to that point, and thank God I'm way out of that window because we're we're getting there. I'm I'm shit. I'm I'm glad. Hell, I'm past that point. <laughs> like if I decide to get out, that's it. That's it for me. Like they're not gonna it's, keep it's me. It's wild that like, and they wonder why people don't want to stay in. So you want to cut their benefits when they get out, and no one wants to do it because it's not fucking worth it anymore. But anyway, I'm in for the retirement. So <laughs> allowing us to widen to the pool of potential recruits, <laughs> you're fucking widening that to places it shouldn't go, um, and creating opportunities for personnel who wish to serve. Just because you want to doesn't mean you should, though. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. An APQT, AFQT, which measures word knowledge, reading comprehension, arithmetic <laughs> reasoning, and mathematics knowledge, is just one part of the Armed Service uh, Vocational Aptitude Battery, or ASVAB. The AQ, oh, a, AFQT is graded on a scale of all test takers. In other words, instead of a grade, an applicant is ranked in a percentile of how they would they would relative they did relative to everyone else. Oh, so it's not you have to score a ten; you have to be in the ten percentile percentile. Well, that's what the scores are, I think. That's what they're saying. So the ASVAB helps determine what position an enlistee may hold. An AFQT simply determines whether someone is eligible for military service. The two tests combined determine what positions someone can enlist for. We're going to have a lot of stupid people. Let's, I'm curious. So regulations from the Department of Defense uh, stipulate that no more than 4% of enlistees into the various services can score in the Category 4 range. With what the Navy now will do, will now be selecting uh, from based on this new guidance. Anybody who comes in under this uh, change in policy will have still met requirements to serve. So, what jobs are available for them, though? Like deck seamen, like the the shit jobs that nobody fucking wants, like the bosun's mate. Yeah, being the cooks, being the maybe the GMs. Is it weird that Doubtful I know what a bosun's mate is? Like, I mean, BMs, it's just they're the workhorses. They're the ones that are do. It's a rough job, honestly, but it, it's not a fun job. Very few people that I know enjoy being a BM. Well, yeah, because you're just, you do the bitch work. You clean the ship. You do all the stupid shit. You paint, like it's, it's, you paint the ship. Yeah, it's rough. It's It's a hard job. Some people do like it. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean I you got that. the people that have like that are built for trade work. Maybe like yeah, that's yeah, like that. My environment is like the work environment of being in a trade. And even some, honestly, I don't even truly know because all the work intensive, like super work intensive 
jobs that I can think of still require some intelligence to do. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, you're still in the fucking military. You still like need the to BM and cook is the only thing I can think of. Honestly, yeah, cook. What are you really cooking? You're just warming up shit. You're just heating up fucking like powdered eggs and shit. That's all you're the, doing. the actual ones that can cook are the ones that make shit for like the captain and everything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm hungry. I'm sorry. He says he's hungry as he's eating. The so, hunger is not going away. So um, we're going to talk about the next PlayStation handheld thing. Or the Q-Lite. So following days of speculation, Insider Gaming can report that there's a new PlayStation handheld in development. Codenamed Q-Lite, the next PlayStation handheld is the next uh, piece of Sony's hardware that aims to be yet another piece of hardware that requires the PlayStation 5. Insider Gaming understands the Q-Lite is not a cloud streaming device, but instead uses remote play with the PS5, a feature that console giant has been pushing for these past couple of weeks. Um, Sporting adaptive streaming in the 1080p 60fps, the new device will require constant connectivity to the internet. As for the console's physical features, early prototypes show the console will look a lot like the PS5 controller, but with a massive 8-inch LCD touchscreen in the center. So it's like a Steam Deck. Pretty much. But the Steam Deck does it better. That's the thing. You have this, and you have Nintendo, and the, you have the Switch and the Steam Deck, who are already, like, the Steam Deck is new, but it's going to dominate because you don't need to be around your computer to do it. You just need an internet mm-hmm. connection. And it's is, I love my Steam Deck. Right, can you play games offline with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. And you can't do that. You cannot do like that. a multiplayer style game. Like, one of the, the main games that I play on it frequently to just waste time is Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> it's, it's so satisfying. I know. I really want to get it because it's a satisfying looking game. But it's, you'll just drain so many hours into it. I'm sure you will. I'm sure no you will. Reason. No, you will. I'm yeah. telling you, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm just, sure I would. be cleaning shit. And your OCD would be like, I want to get this part like, clean. I need and to clean all you know, of it. It's, one in the morning. it's funny because you like things that you hate to do in real life, you're doing in a video game. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's so Honestly, satisfying. Power washing, though, is different because I power washed when I worked at KFC in high school, and that shit was cool. I got to power wash my house now that spring is around, is is coming in. Yeah, no, actually, no. Now that you think of it like that, you're right. I don't think I want to power wash anymore. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, so the device sports um, adaptive triggers for haptic feedback. Will so the battery is going to die fast. Will include what it's you like would, the new. It's like the current, current controllers, right? And those controllers die fast. Do they? Oh fuck yeah, dude! So Insider Gaming understands that the Q Lite is a QA phase and is scheduled to release before the PlayStation Five Pro and after the detachable disc drive PS Five. What? Detachable disc drive PS Five. Like, you can take the disk drive off? Excuse me? What's the purpose of that? Why is that even a thing? I don't know. What are you going to do with it? I don't understand. It's a very interesting uh, piece of tech, but honestly, I... Sony's already struggling with, like, their PSVR, their new one for the PS5. The one that's really good, though. It's good, but it's expensive as all shit, dude. Oh, yeah. And, like, their sales numbers are not good. Like, they... It was, like, their worst performing piece of equipment than they've had for PlayStation. Well, you got to think they're still struggling 
from what I've heard, to with scalpers, you know, it's still fucking hard as shit to get a goddamn PS5. It's three cr- years it's, later. I was going to say, it's crazy to think that we're three years in and it's already like, we're going into, we're approaching in the next three years, the next gen. PS5, PS5 and Xbox Series X are currently current gen. And in the next three to four years, they're going to be considered last gen. And people Mm -hmm. still can't get their hands on that shit. Like, I know so many people that are still on PS4. Because they can't get a PS5. And it sucks because, and that's why a lot of games are getting delayed and a lot of games are coming out shit because they're not optimizing it for just the next gen. They have to keep it available for the uh, previous gen because of accessibility. Not everyone has access to the new systems. Yeah, and they won't make any money, which sucks for the people with new gen. Honestly, it sucks for everyone all together because then that's that's rushed developing. That's, that's shit. It's, it's just not good overall. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, honestly, I would use this personally because if I don't I don't think like I would. I never would. In, Why would I? In my game room? I would honestly, the price point's going to matter on this. It really is. The price point's going to matter because if it's any, if it's, how much is a Steam Deck? It's pretty expensive. I think mine was like 500. If it's anything close to that. Actually, if you really think about it, it is going to be pretty expensive because you need a PS5 to use it. (laughs) So you have to have a PS5. And then if you want to use this, you got to have to pay for this. This is probably going to be an extra. I mean, you got the new uh, PlayStation 5 uh, Pro controller, which is already 250. Plus, now you're going to add an 8-inch LCD screen to it. I guarantee you this is going to be like $300-some-dollar controller. And they're already talking. They're also talking about PS5 controllers with fucking, um, th- with, uh, th- like, ch- like temperature changes the, on it. it. There's there's the new one where it's got the paddles on the back and it's got interchangeable. Oh, they're they're talking about they, they just the Sony just patented technology for um thermal like a like a controller that changes temperature. That's strange. Basically, if you're in a cold game, your controller is going to be cold, and if you're in like a hot area, uh, it's going to be hot. Like that's pretty cool. Like dynamic temperature change and stuff. You think batteries yeah, suck? That. Battery life suck now. I mean, controllers for PS5 are just getting more and more and more expensive. It's stupid. Yeah, it's like eighty like bucks. The new one with the paddles and shit is three hundred bucks. I know. Granted, in the long run, it is better because you can change out the buttons and everything, so you don't have to get a whole ass new controller if one takes a shit with stick drift and whatnot. So that's nice, but right. still. Oh, and the, the the Steam Deck, if you get, like, the 512 one, it's, like, $650. Regiment in this podcast is also proudly partnered with StackUp. StackUp is another military gaming organization. The one thing different, though, is that they focus mostly on the mental health of veterans as well as the betterment of veterans alike. One of the programs that StackUp has is their STOP, or Overwatch program, which is a 24-7 crisis support line for veterans. The thing that sets StackUp's Overwatch program above all other crisis support lines, including the VAs, is the fact that this 24-7 crisis line is operated by trained veterans. So when a veteran calls in in crisis, they're not just talking to a random person. They themselves are talking to a vet that has also gone through something similar and can relate to the situation. 
Their trained staff in this Overwatch program will help a veteran find the resources that they need to find help. And if the person just wants somebody to talk to, the Overwatch program is great for that too. Another cool thing that the Overwatch program does is that you don't have to sit there and talk on the phone with somebody. If you feel comfortable just doing DMs, they can definitely do that too. Another really cool thing that StackUp has is their air assaults. Air assaults are where they'll take a veteran and fly them to conventions all over the country. This includes TwitchCon, Comic-Con, Anywhere in the U.S., all expenses paid. And if a convention happens to be somewhere out west in California, StackUp has what's called a failings house, which is essentially a gaming lounge for all veterans to just go to. StackUp will definitely hook you up with that. They have pool tables, hot tubs, and just a place to stay if you're out west. It's pretty cool. Another thing that StackUp has is their supply crates. Now, what they'll do is they'll take gaming equipment, gaming consoles, and other cool swag and send it to either a veteran in need or a unit somewhere deployed or a unit that needs it. This is a great way to keep veterans connected and boost the morale of the veterans that need it. Every year, StackUp has a charity called the Call to Arms. The Call to Arms charity is to help StackUp raise the funds that they need for all the awesome programs that they have. Last year alone, they raised $625,000, and all of that money goes to keeping these programs going to help other veterans that need it. If you're looking to donate, we have the donation link down in the bio. But if not, go ahead and spread the word of this awesome charity and head on over to stackup.org and check them all out. That's stackup.org, and tell them Regiment sent you. So next topic, a Rhode Island woman um, convicted of falsely claiming to be a combat wounded Marine as part of scams to defraud veterans charities out of more than $250,000 has been sentenced to 70 months in prison, following, followed by a three years of supervised release, according to the- I think it's enough. Huh? I think she should have got more. I think it should be more too. Sarah Jane Cavanaugh, 32. She's only 32. What an idiot. You threw your life away. Has well, also Look at this picture. She does not look 32. What are you talking about? This woman looks way older than... Th- I'm almost 32. She probably had to look her... She probably made herself look worse because to say, I'm a cancer survivor. This woman looks horrid. So uh, Sarah Jane Cavanaugh has also been ordered to pay more than $284,000 in restitution... And a federal judge has reinstated 261 hours of paid leave donated to Kavanaugh by federal employees, a Justice Department news release says. Think about that. People gave her their hard-earned leave. And I bet you some of those people fucking didn't. I think Angry Cops made a point about this. He was like, think about, because she was already forging VA documents. Who's to say that she wasn't forging documents to get other people's leave you just go into work one day and you try to take a day off and they're like oh you already you gave all your days to sarah like excuse me i did what now here's the thing though she she defrauded people of more than two hundred thousand two hundred fifty thousand dollars and she's being asked to pay only more than two hundred eighty four thousand in restitution so it's like you're only having to give back an extra thirty four thousand it should have been way more than that. Plus and some damages. Of that stuff that she can't even get back. Like the days don't like the paid leave that she took from people that can't be given back. No. And like the, the, the smaller stuff that people did, like buying her things here and there, like those people will never get that money back. No, not, no, fuck. No, they won't. And on top of that, like plus damages, like you have like the monetary things that you took plus damages. 
you know, emotional damage and shit like that. Like, the repercussions of this are, are more grand than the money that she just straight took, you know? Anyway. And then the veterans that could have had that, those benefits and that money that ended up getting passed over. Because you got to think, someone gets passed over technically when another person gets selected for these donations because there's only so much money to go around so someone that actually yeah that you know shit. what yeah good point i thought you're gonna talk about Stop like her. va benefits but no yeah like you know, these charities and stuff that like look for a, a vet to donate to other vets that were legitimate got passed over and they gave it to her it's such a shitty situation but let's dive further on August 9th, Kavanaugh pleaded guilty to wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, forged military discharge certificate, and fraudulent use of military medals, according to the Justice Department. She also admitted to a federal judge that she had stolen the identities of a Marine veteran and a Navy veteran who was suffering from cancer while she worked in the Department of Veteran Affairs at the Rhode Island Veterans Affairs Medical Center. So she was a VA employee and decided to take those records and be like, I'm a vet too. So insane. Fucking V, and that makes it even so much worse that it's a VA employee. As if we don't trust the VA enough as it is. The crazy thing I think is that nobody's really talking about is the fault of the VA employees that that weren't verifying this shit. Like they weren't, they were just taking the information. They let it, they let it slip through like, the yeah, cracks. They let it slip through the cracks. They didn't even actually fucking dive into it. They just took it for face value. And then they, they, they didn't actually run it. They didn't run there the information. No verif verification. No, there wasn't none. So it's it's kind of fucking insane, you know. Um, what's wrong button? So let's see. Sarah Kavanaugh's conduct in the course of her scheme is nothing more of appalling. U.S. Attorney Ch uh, Chun said in a state a statement after Kavanaugh's sentence on Tuesday. By brazenly laying claim to honor service and the sacrifice of real veterans, this defendant preyed on the charity and decency of others for her own shameless financial gain. I'm grateful that with with today's sentence, she has been brought to justice and will face the consequences of her actions. Oh, here come the consequence, consequence, consequence. So Kavanaugh's attorney, Kensley Barrett, declined to comment, of course, because your client sucked and you have nothing better to say. Um, explain Explaining that his client currently being held in the Donald W. Wyatt Detention Center in Rhode Island. He could not speak about her sentencing until he spoke with her. Fair enough. Was it was this a public defender? Um, Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Like, part of me, I think, I kind of feel bad for public defenders. Because if you think about it, no matter what, they have to try to do their best somehow to help the person to defend them. Whether they know if they can get anything legitimate or not, and, and we know how stupid it may end up being, public, they still have to try something. Public defenders also get a bad rep because a lot of times public defenders are looked at like the lowest of the low when it comes to being a lawyer. Like you're just like you barely passed your bar exam. You made the minimum requirements. You couldn't get into a decent law firm, but now you're a public defender because that's all you can get. But it's not always the case. It really isn't. There are good public defenders out there. And it's funny because public defenders, like I see memes of public defenders where they just like look like a fucking slop house, where they just don't, they don't look presentable like a lawyer. And it's like you, when you're a public defender. so many cases too, usually dumped on them. Oh, that's the other thing. Their workload is insane because they're a public defender. So they have to, 
take on all these clients. And it's like, once one client's done on to the next run to the next on to the next, I don't know how, I don't know the life of a lawyer. So I really couldn't fucking say, but all right. So for five years, Kavanaugh defrauded veteran charities by claiming to be a purple heart and bronze star recipient who was wounded by a roadside bomb blast while deployed with the Marines and later developed a service related cancer. The news release says between 2017 and 2021, Kavanaugh received $207,000 from the Wounded Warrior Project that she said she needed for groceries and physical therapy sessions, according to the Department of Veteran Affairs Inspector General's office. She also raised more than $4,700 for a fundraiser allegedly meant to help her pay her medical bills, for which she falsely claimed to have served in the lines of Marines after a roadside bomb blast. Other charities gave Kavanaugh money to purchase a new furnace for her home and to pay for her gym membership fees. I hope she drops the soap. Kavanaugh, yeah, Kavanaugh's schemes fell apart after the Hunter 7 Foundation, which is Angry Cops, a prominent, uh, that, that is his, right? I don't know. I Let's look. I, I want to say it is. Let me double check. Hunter 7? Yeah. This I is, mean, he could have clicked the, on it. This is his foundation, I think. Um, a prominent veterans group announced on January 31st, 2022, that it was refunding all donations as it received after sharing Kavanaugh's story on Instagram because it had discovered she had no service record. Kate Mannion, co-host of the podcast Zero Blog 30, uh, was also the first to report the story. And it's funny because, like, the red flags for her was her the way that her uniform was set up. It's usually it's the, very the very unique go. things that only the military like veterans and shit are privy to. It's very small mannerisms that we mm -hmm. that we have that you just can't fake, you know. And that's and a, a, like a marine uniform of all the branches, they're gonna fucking notice something on the yes, uniform. If it's yes, wrong. and the biggest one is um, the medals. The way that the medals are presented on the uniform, they were out of order. Mm -hmm. They were like all fucked up and there was like awards on her that was like, hang on, you don't, how did you get that? Like th that doesn't look right. So they looked into it and, and her salute. That's the other thing that got her caught up was her, her salute was just like this or something like that. It was something stupid. I mean, if you're an old person and you just can't understandable, but for the most yeah. part, this everyone's salute, that's like the salute is a fucking telling sign. Of like, there's there's some fucked up salutes that I see on a daily. Yeah, I mean, same, same. But it's still, it's like a, you can see a just like a shitbag saluter versus someone that's full of shit. So here's another fun thing. At the time, Kavanaugh was serving as commander of the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 152 in North Kingstown, Rhode Island. She resigned from that position on the same day that Hunter Seven Foundation revealed that she was not a veteran. Now, well, I'll, I'll say convenient. this. I'll say this. Being a member of the American Legion, I love the American Legion. There have been cases in my posts of someone not being what they were, right? And there's no well, there's this is VFW, but this is the VFW. But like I'm saying, like these the VFW and the American Legion. I don't know. At least from what I've seen, it doesn't seem like that there's like a there's no verif I didn't go through a verification process of service. VFW has it because you So the VFW does have it. Yeah, the ver the VFW you have to because it's a veteran of foreign war, you have to have been you have served in a conflict which is like so right now it's OIR, OEF, uh the the new Iraq one, the inherent resolve, 
Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, all the fucking new wars that we've been a part of the last 30-some years. And, or if you have, like, a GWAD-E, that's, like, the base, the bare minimum, I think, GWAD-E, to be able to get in. Otherwise, like, you, you, you can't actually be a part of the VFW. It's also, it's also subscription, not subscription, membership, membership-based. If you're active duty, like, they'll pay for it. Yeah, for free uh, while you're Le- in, Legion's but. the same way. Um, I don't see. This is why I'm like I don't know if there's a verification for process. I don't for, think the Legion has it. It's just a membership. Well, I mean, I don't know if they do or not. And the only reason why I say that is because the guy that you know got me into the Legion, I is a guy that I personally know, who also was in the army, and he knew that I was too. So, and he he I ended up running into him at the um at the American Legion convention. So I think the I think the Legion is is all encompassing. For everybody, yeah, and the VFW it is. It is, but there is are pro- there are programs that the Legion has, specific. like you have the Sons of the American Legion, which is um, basically like male relatives of Legion members, and then you have the uh, women of the American Legion, which is like the wives or you know sisters or whatever. Anyway, so in February first, twenty twenty two, an interview Kavanaugh told Task and Purpose that she was never affiliated with the VFW Post one five two. She had never told the Hunter Seven Foundation that she was a Marine veteran suffering from cancer, and she never accepted donations from charities. So she blatantly lied to everybody. Retired yes, Army Sergeant bitch. First Class David uh, Ansley, which is angry cops, right? No, 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 it's not. No. Um, the current commander of VFW Post One. What is angry cops' real name? I can't remember actually. So retired Army Sergeant First Class David Ansley, uh, the current commander of the VFW Post 152, read a statement in court on Tuesday that he has tried to rebuild the organization in the wake of her destructive path. That I can only imagine. Like, that's like a stain on that post right now. Richard High. Um, The post gave Kavanaugh more than $6,000 in years after she joined in 2016, during which she earned members' trust, and Ainsley said. Sarah saw an opportunity to personally enrich herself by masquerading as a disabled veteran with documents she acquired and misused for, from her well-paying federal services job, Ainsley said, while simultaneously acting as a trusted confidant to many client veterans during, uh, during the day at the VA. She was spending her evenings and weekends siphoning extremely limited resource, resources destined for some of those same clients. I think some of the people that she had used, like their information... They were dead. I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll, we could probably look into that. So veterans, as she sought to upgrade to a nicer car to go on vacations and to buy gifts for herself, these funds would have, without her insistent and convincing pleas for help, gone to a real veterans in actual need of assistance with housing payments, child care, food insecurity, food insecurity, homelessness, addiction, and other battles our nation's veterans fight every single day, he continued. Since Kavanaugh was exposed as a fraud, VFW Post 152 has seen a 50% decrease in corporate donations and several local organizations severed ties with the Post because they no longer trust the Post to use their money wisely. Like Which I said, sucks. it does suck. We are an honest, hardworking group of people and are proud of our service and dedicate. This, is, this goes into the saying that like the wake of her actions are greater than what she, the money that she had taken. You know? Yeah. Like this is why it's affecting people down the road. This is why she needed to be fucking. She needs to pay. Like she needs to be accountable for more than just the two eighty. Um. 
So please remember the good works that we have done and will continue to do, and do not let this person's actions and total lack of character and integrity continue to under, undermine our efforts. Pat Murray, the VFW's director in Internet, uh, National uh, Legislative Services, is originally from North Kingston and is a member of VFW Post 152. Most stolen valor cases are simply an annoyance, but Kavanaugh's case is different because she took real veteran stories to commit fraud and theft, Murray told Task and Purpose. Yeah, most of them are just like, just fucking made up. I know. Murray is a Marine veteran who lost his right leg below the knee after being wounded in September 2006 while serving in Fallujah, Iraq. He said he's always been grateful for the help he's receiving over the years, and it it is dismaying to see how Kavanaugh used the outpouring of support that she received maliciously. It hurts because a lot of people are going through their own different struggles, regardless of what they saw overseas or what they're dealing with afterwards back here in the States. And to use that for personal gain is really insulting. There are a lot of people who were hurt by this. Oh, there's countless people that were hurt by this. Marine Major Tom Schumann, founder of the nonprofit patrol base Abate. I probably said that wrong. Abate? No, I think it's Abate. Um, said that he looked into raising money for Kavanaugh after she told him she was dying of cancer due to her exposure to toxins from burn pits. But he quickly noticed that she claimed to have to have been a staff sergeant while the DD2... That was spelled wrong. DD-214, she gave him, listed her rank <laughs> at the time as a separationist corporal. DD-24. <laughs> Kavanaugh then claimed that she was reduced in rank from staff sergeant to corporal for shooting her commanding officer while he attempted to sexually assault her. Well, that is a <laughs> bold lie. That's bold. Oh, man, she just, like, she's steeping. The lies are getting steep here. That's fucking, that's a big one. Like I shot my commander because he was trying to sexually assault me. Like that is a bold statement to make. That would be Googleable right there. Schumann said that he knows many people who have been awarded Purple Hearts and have service-related illnesses. So Kavanaugh's false claims about being a combat wounded Marine dying of cancer are particularly egregious. I hope more than anything that her sentencing serves as a deterrent to any nefarious actors who want to prey upon good-hearted Americans, leveraging their service and sacrificing that folks that military have and folks in the military have made. It won't. They're just gonna see where she fucked up and try to fill those holes. This chick had a two and a half hour sentencing. So Chelsea Simone, executive director of the Hunter Seven Foundation, um, was galled to hear how Kavanaugh stole the identity of a Navy veteran who needed money for cancer treatment. But she was especially appalled when Kavanaugh's attorney requested that the federal judge sentence his client to 24 months in prison. I think back to the actual heroic selflessness, uh, selfless serving veterans I've cared for and lost to cancer, Siomi said, uh, told Task and Purpose. Um, some don't even have 24 months. And some had less than 24 days between diagnosis and death. Some families would give anything to have 24 months again with a loved one who's no longer with us. I don't think her sentence can be measured for her moral, ethical, ill-sought actions. Simone said that she doubts Kavanaugh is truly remorseful for posing as a wounded veteran suffering from cancer to get money from a charitable organization's. Thankfully, Kavanaugh's scam did not hurt the Hunter Seven Foundation because nonprofit group conducts an extensive vetting process of people in whom it works with and is able to quickly find the holes in her story. That's good. Hunter Seven found that out. And like Angry Cops was part of that organization. So they found that shit and they're like, huh, something doesn't add up here. Then they start picking apart the story, and they're like, yeah, I shot my commander. I shot my commander because he tried to sexually assault me. I was like, whoa, hang on. 
That's a wild one there. You can't just gloss over that one and pretend that. Right. You can't just walk away just from that. not going to ask questions anymore just because it was a sexual assault. Like, hold on, time out. And then you only got a reduction in rank for that? <laughs> right. Uh, that's it? That's all that happened? You shot your commanding officer and you just got busted down to the corporal? And, like, uh, a, that story, because if it was a CO... And it was that would have made a lot and of they headlines. Got shot, that would have been we would have known about that. Everybody would have heard about that. Everyone would have that would have been all over. U.S. Army, what the fuck would have covered it? Pop Smoke would have covered it. Everyone would have fucking covered it. We would have know about that. Uh, yeah. wouldn't, that wouldn't be some Fort Hood shit. No, no, no. Wild no. stories like that don't go <laughs> fucking unnoticed in the military community. That is a fact. Well, that's a bit of a stretch of the statement. I don't know. Wild stories like that tend to be pretty, you know, they don't stay, well, yeah. they don't stay quiet with it. Against the commanding officer, we would know about it. When it's the commanding officer against them, we would, they just disappear. It would kind of be quiet. Kind of like how that <laughs> fucking one officer, you know, was using his soldiers to drive him to fucking the grocery store. Um, so this one, I'm curious about this one because this one seems like a wild ride. This is a good one. So, Army trainee who hijacked a school bus found not guilty by insanity. Army trainee who left the base in South Carolina without permission last year, or he went AWOL, briefly held a group of children hostage at gunpoint aboard a school bus. Oh, you know what? I do remember this. Yeah, there was a video of it. Um, he's been found not guilty by reason of insanity. The, the decision agreed by prosecutors, defense attorneys, and a judge means... The 25-year-old uh, New Jersey man will be sent to a state mental hospital for four additional months of treatment. Four months? That's it? So now, when you think of this, typically, like, think about when you hear about something like that. Like, they, they get off for insanity, right? You're like, oh, okay. Insanity. You know, he could get a VA disability claim. I, he won't. Are you sure because about Because this that? was, oh, yeah. This was... Well found that it was. Here's the thing. They put it doesn't matter. There's there's here's the thing. If you have a pre-existing mental health condition and you make it through MEPS and you go to basic and you go to your unit and then your mental health issues that you had before become even more aggravated because of what you're doing while you're in. Then if it, th that's grounds, if it was, that's that's grounds. If it wasn't lied about like if it was if, if you didn't lie about it. That's, um, this, that's the kicker. May, maybe, maybe, because like at the other, on the other hand, it's like okay, like I don't know, I don't really know this, all about that. All good. I know is I, so, and I know this because I was apparently diagnosed with depression when I was seventeen years old and never knew, so I never disclosed it. The new system would have found it. <laughs> well, the new system, yeah, would have found it, but I didn't know. And now I'm being told, like, well, you can actually say that, like, well, you were diagnosed before and you served. And stressors of being in your environment cause that to aggravate, blah, 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 blah. That could be a mental health claim. I was just spitballing that there. Anyway, so the trainee left Fort Jackson uh, near Columbia, where he was in basic training in May 2021, with an unloaded rifle. He first tried to flag down cars on Interstate 77 and then boarded the school bus in a nearby neighborhood. How did he get on? Hmm. Um. How, like, how does a bus driver allow a guy with a rifle to get on the fucking bus? Well, you got to think, do you, when you see that happening... You drive, you close the door and you drive away. I think it was, 
in traffic or something. Anyway, there he, was a video. There was a video of it. He told the driver he didn't want to hurt the elementary school students. The bus driver said that he he that as he drove away, the students began asking the trainee a number of questions, like if he was a soldier, why is he doing this, and whether he was going to hurt them. The driver said the trainee got frustrated with questions, let the driver and students off the bus, and drove a few more miles. Why is it in kilometers? Why why do they put kilometers in parentheses? <laughs> Before Richland County deputies found the bus and arrested him, no one was hurt. Two different mental evaluations of the trainee found that he had schizophrenia and that he thought someone was coming to hurt him and his family when he left the base. Public defender Fielding Pringle said that in court on Tuesday. Interviews with the trainee's family and other soldiers showed that he was struggling with undiagnosed mental illness for years and that his condition was deteriorating during basic training. So he wasn't diagnosed when he was in, before he was in. There's there's more. There are, this article may not be covering it, but there's so much. Um, the trainee faced dozens of charges, including 19 counts of kidnapping. Pringle said once he started getting help, uh, getting help, the trainee's mental condition improved rapidly. In the nearly two years since his, since he's been in jail during getting treatment, he hasn't had a single disciplinary infraction. So I, because I know I I've, wonder I've specifically if this, okay, had hang on, patients hang on. in boot camp. We're we're linking this to another article right now. Okay. So I clicked on the mental health part because it's highlighted and then leads to another article. And this fucking ad is like a mile long. There we go. So this is an old one. In the days after Army trainee Juan Colazo allegedly fled his Fort Jackson base training unit and used an unloaded M4 to hijack a school bus in South Carolina, his attorney has indicated his mental health may have played a factor. Army recruiters with whom Army Times spoke say it's not outside the realm of possibility that Colazzo slipped through the medical screening system that operates primarily on the honor of recruits and their applicants. Colazzo wasn't thinking clearly and normally. Clearly not. Hmm. Um, Fielding Pringle, the trainee's defense attorney, told South Carolina's state newspaper Thursday that after he allegedly tried to escape from jail, Colazzo was naked and handcuffed on a suicide watch at the time of the uh, purported escape attempt. Interesting. These are obviously not the actions of an individual who is thinking clearly and rationally with the intent to escape. These actions uh, of a very troubled young man. After uh, commandeering a school bus, Klaus told the driver he didn't want to hurt anyone and he wanted to be taken to the next town. He eventually let the children and the bus driver out before driving away. So uh, officials form Army Recruiting Command said they were not aware of any potential mental health issues from the time Klaus's enlistment and the subsequent reviews of his file hasn't revealed anything either. So they're saying that there was nothing in his records to indicate this at all. Do you guys see the, do you guys see the video that Angry Cops did? Because he, he, did, he did more digging. And he was actually diagnosed and sent and hospitalized? The, I, I don't want to go that far, but it, there was more to it. Because he originally thought that it was joking. They're like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, oh, he gets off on insanity, quote unquote. And then they were, he was digging more into it, and he was like, well, I was wrong. <laughs> he was actually The guy was off his fucking rocker. <laughs> and it, I guess it, it, the more info he had found out, it was kind of going along the lines of his recruiter, like, how the fuck did this guy get into the military? I mean, it, it does yeah. – things like this do raise questions of, like, the recruiter because it's like, how did you let this guy in? Because it's going to fall back onto the recruiter always. People that are on along those lines are fucking, one, you can tell 
You can usually before tell. they have like that. Maybe before they have that that first full break, they're still fucking weird. Well, I mean, here's and the like thing: beyond weird, that is like socially acceptable. There's weird. a lot of times where recruiters will just completely overlook shit just to get the fucking person in. Absolutely, and I to meet that quota. I mean, there was even a case where a, a, a recruiter was fucking in deep shit for recruiting a person with autism. I remember this. You, I think we covered this. I We covered this on my podcast, but not here. I want to look at this real quick. We're going to touch back now, on that. Because I've, I've been in boot camp and, and seen, like, I've been a mental health tech in, in Navy boot camp, and I've had patients that have had those psychotic breaks. One of my last ones that I... It was a weekend, and usually on a weekend, if they don't, if they come in past a certain time, they have usually have to like, they tend to have to come back another day, right? And we will be like, all right, we gotta send you like chaps or something, because like, oh my god, this was also at Fort Jackson, of course. <laughs> um, so the dude was talking to me, and I was like, all right, we'll get you set up with the chaplain. And he had said something along the lines of he thinks his recruit, his RDCs or his recruit division commanders are trying to kill him. And that's when I was like, hmm. come in, come that's- in over here, have a seat. Let me tell me some more. And talking to him more and more, he was he was in psychotic break. Like dude was paranoid as fuck. He ended up actually getting diagnosed and got processed out. But like, there are those people. Like that level of stress is what will cause that break if they're on that. It's interesting that they can have an underlying mental health issue and never actually know until they're in a situation where it causes it to just fucking break. Because it's know? usually it takes a stressful situation to generally cause that psychotic break. Right. Because otherwise they're like they're teetering there, and it takes a lot of time or a lot of in depth noticing for someone to be like. That's kind of weird. Something's off. Let's look at this real quick. I'm going to fucking hang on. I'm going to share this article with you. Because this is this is old. This is from 2019, but it's uh, relevant to what we were just talking about. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. So recruiter diagnosed with autism returns home. Recruiter removed from duty. So an army recruit had an autism diagnosis and anxiety medication prescription, but was still sent to basic training, possibly against army policy has been returned home while his recruiter has been removed from duty pending the final outcome of the investigation. U S army recruiting command confirmed that officials are conducting an investigation and whether recruiter encouraged the recruit to conceal his autism diagnosis, which is considered a high functioning prior to arriving to Fort Jackson, South Carolina on August 20th. The day after the original Army Times story was published, a letter was sent from Fort Jackson Reception Battalion uh, Representative Mike Simpson, RID, stating that a 19-year-old recruit, Garrison Horsley, was receiving an administrative separation. Horsley's father confirmed that his son had been returned to their hometown in Idaho, but does not intend to conduct any further interviews. Army applicants with autism spectrum disorders are automatically disqualified per Defense Department uh, accession. Um, Though sometimes medical enlistment waivers are granted after a visit of the DOD behavioral health consultant, according to Lisa Ferguson, chief spokeswoman of the service recruiting command. All waivers are considered a case by case basis, but generally speaking, autism isn't something normally waived if the diagnosis was appropriately given. Um, We have an entire branch of autism. Horsley admitted that his autism diagnosis and anxiety medication prescription during his enlistment process. 
But in a phone call with Army Times, he said that this was what his recruiter instructed him to do. The recruiter advised him that the more boxes you check, the more reasons you're giving the Army to reject you, Horsley said. <laughs> That's not what? No, definitely not. That. I guarantee Nuh-uh. that is. I believe him a hundred percent. That's Nuh-uh. what that recruiter said. Uh-uh. Integrity. Horsley, damn, this kid has receipts. Horsley also provided screenshots of text messages that appeared to show him warning his recruiter that he was previously turned away from Navy recruiters because of autism diagnosis. <laughs> so he, I mean, recruiters are trained to prevent disclosure of personally identifiable information. Uh, Kelly Bland, USAREC. Public Affairs Director said, this means having conversations about an applicant's personal history over the phone or in person or in person rather than over unsecured channels such as texting and social media. Here's the screenshots. Hey, is this Garrison? Hey, is this Garrison? Says it twice. It must have been a double text because it... Oh, no. The, no, well, look at the date. Yeah, look at the time and the date. Yeah, who's that's, this? That's, a, that's a, almost two months later. Yeah. Hey, hey, where is Sergeant? He said, yeah, who's this? Hey, there's this there. Hey there, this is Sergeant Guiana with the Army and Army Reserve Office in Twin. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Not bad at all. How's life been since graduation? Anything cool or interesting? It's been kind of boring just working, sleeping, hanging out with friends. Well, if you want to, if you had a choice, what would you want to do, man? We have over 150 different jobs to choose from just now, it just depends on your qualifications and availability. You name it, we probably have it. Hey, I don't know if I'm even able to join because I tried to join the Navy and they wouldn't let me in because I have Asperger's syndrome. Does the Army disqualify me for that? Hey, man, just give me a call when you can. Okay, sorry, I'm at work right now. be a lot easier to talk about it over a phone rather than texting, okay? It's cool. I feel you where you work at. So this dude fucking knew right before he even took him to MEPS that the kid had Asperger's. I'm just upset that I wasn't reading the autism portion of that. So the recruiter who is subject to the investigation, Staff Sergeant Jeffrey Gunya, uh, has not responded to the Army Times' repeated requests for comment. The unit he worked for while on recruiting duty in Salt Lake City Recruiting Battalion declined to comment. The letter to the mm-hmm. congressman notes that Horsley first arrived at Fort Jackson on August 20th and was assigned Alpha Company in the 120th uh, Adjutant General Battalion before given a psychological evaluation on August 27th. Interesting that seven days later, they were like, we should look at you. <laughs> he was given the status of do not ship to basic combat training and then received two more examinations in the following days before being recommended a medical discharge. Training Horsley received an uncharacterized characterization of service. He was, he was in entry-level status and then separate, separated. Separated? On August 30th, memo signed by Horsley's primary care physician and obtained by Army Times stated that the young man was being treated for mild episode of recurrent depressive disorder in addition to autism diagnosis as part of his current medical issues before shipping to basic. Horsley said on his phone interview that he also uh, supposed to be taking prescription for daily 20 milligram doses of... Uh, how do you say that one? Satellipram. Satellipram, a selective serotonin rep, uh, reuptake inhibitor or SSRI. Whatever. Reuptake. Reuptake. These, me- these medications may be taken for a range of issues, including anxiety, migraine prevention, and even pelvic pain. Really? You can take SSRIs for migraines? Mm. Enlistment waivers can be considered on a case-by-case basis, depending on the condition of being treated. However, DOD policy states that depressive disorder symptoms and treatment within the last 36 months are disqualifying. Most people know that medication is Lexapro. Uh, I was thinking about getting that for my dog. 
What's the main brand that the military uses the cheap off brand? I have to take a pee. I'll be right back. Here's a and pause. Here's a word from one of our sponsors. Regiment in this podcast is also partnered with BR Paradox. BR Paradox is a company that specializes in custom built PCs. So if you have an idea for a cool custom built PC, they can definitely give you the hookup on that. But if you're not in the market for custom PCs, BR Paradox has a wide array of pre-built PCs that you could choose from at great prices. And if you're not in the market right now for a new PC, BR Paradox will definitely hook you up with an optimization. Optimizations take around 10-15 minutes to do, and they're very awesome. I highly recommend them. I had my PC optimized by them, and it's never run smoother since. BR Paradox also has a list of renowned customers ranging from LeBron James, Chris Brown, members of FaZe Clan, and even Angela White from your favorite orange and black site, if you know what I mean. So head on over to brparadox.com to get yourself a PC today or an optimization. And remember to use promo code REGIMENT at checkout. That's promo code REGIMENT down here at checkout. I want to say thank you for screaming in my fucking ear. (laughs) Anyway, we're back. Um, All right, so we're getting into the thick and juicy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Uh, mm, with some Air National Guardsmen being being fucking dumbasses. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. As much as, you know, it's, it's, this is fun to me because I just love this stupid shit that people in the military do because it's an, that's the, my favorite thing. Like, honestly, this is my favorite thing about being a military and veteran podcast is that there's never an endless supply of shit like this, you know? That was a double negative. It's an endless supply of (laughs) shit like this. Fuck you, dude. Okay. <laughs> it's a double negative. <laughs> You're the one in college right now. That's like saying ain't no. Right? I, I wouldn't know. I didn't go to Listen, college. I'm in college to fucking write code. I'm not in college to fucking speak good. <laughs> anyway, I mean, your so- reading has gotten better. I think today we've taken a step backwards, but you know, in the overall sense, you've honestly, it's because I'm I've my eyes are tired from staring at a computer screen every day because I've been I've been doing so much fucking homework. I had two web projects I had to do. I'm in five classes. I had to do some IBM shit. I had to do some JavaScript shit. I had to do some Java programming. I had to do some C sharp programming. I had class today. It's finals week. My eyes are fucking. My brain's melted, bro. It's just fucking melted, and it's not even over yet. I still have the rest of this week, and I have some homework to catch up on because I fell behind in one of my classes because I don't understand half the shit, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the infamous recent news about the airman who leaked classified documents on Discord because he was a cuck if he didn't. Why is it never the fucking, like, full active duty guys? Because we know better. They're not stupid. They're not that stupid. Right. Because, like, we we don't live in a fucking, we don't live in a bubble. Like, here's the thing, okay? I noticed coming out of active duty in the National Guard, the people that are in the National Guard, I love you guys. I have a lot of buddies in the National Guard. Nothing against you. But the National Guard is just, it's hard to sustain the military standard when you're not always adhering to the military standard because you go home, like you will go home. You're only there for two days out of the month and two weeks out of the year. 
and depending on your unit, it could be more. My unit, our, our drills were four days, four day drill weekends, not two. So you, it's, but still it's not enough. Like you're gone. You're, you're at home living a normal fucking life. Most of your career. Right. So that when you are in that environment again, it's like, you don't, it doesn't feel like it's real almost, you know? And I fell into that too. Cause I would go and I would go to drill and I would just, it was like probably the most unarmy thing I did was being go to drill and just, I didn't adhere to any standard. Well, I, that's not true. I did adhere to standards, but it was, but that was like in operational environments. When I was at the armory, dude, it was fucking, it didn't, I, nothing felt like it, it was like real. It didn't feel like the real army to me. So, that makes sense. but if you grow up in the military in that environment, you're never, you're going to be, there's that disconnect between the real life military and what you are doing at home. So, these guys. I kind of noticed that too when I was in Gitmo because most of the people down there are National Guard. Yeah, people. all the MPs are National Guard. So, yeah, oh, I hated them so much. Dude, yeah, you think my, my fucking Milwaukee unit was one of them? <laughs> Let me tell you something, bro. Fucking the Maneuver wait, Enhancement Brigade. Wait, was that the one with the the chick that gave away their what they were going to be doing down there? Are you talking about when they were waterboarding people? No, what? No, that that was because I was say that was a long time ago. No, no, this was a couple of years ago. There was a unit. I think it was from Milwaukee. Hang on. So National Guard, Gitmo revealing what? It, uh, they were revealing like when they were leaving, what they were going to be doing, and like everyone in their unit because they're going to be working with detainees. So it ended up, they couldn't work with the detainees anymore. They had to completely change that whole cycle of people around and what they were supposed to be doing. I'm not seeing anything like that. I'd have to get more specific. Cause I, I remember when I was down there, I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. She just fucked everyone in that unit. She ended up getting processed out because her dad was like some captain and then he ended up getting a little pee-pee slap because he what was, gave out. What, what exactly was it? They were just like, I mean, breaches OPSEC? She just didn't want to go. She didn't want to do – it was it was during COVID stuff, and she they had to do – they were doing, like, ridiculous quarantine stuff. I don't know what they were doing before they left because, like, people had to quarantine before they went down there and everything, but she, like, gave away a bunch of – unit things like OPSEC yeah. was like out the fucking window. I'm hang on. Let me see. National guard. How about this? National guard soldier separated. For Try 2020 revealing get mo info 2020. Uh, National defense authorization act for fiscal year 2020. No, that's not it. Uh, retired colonel uh, criticizes solitary confinement. That was no. No. Well, let's see. One five seven military police company returns from nine month deployment. So that's one five seven. That's the that's that's us. Wait, no, that's West Virginia. Um. October twenty fourth, twenty twenty. 
Wait, is that what it is? October 24th, 2020? No, this is the 157th. That's, I mean, my unit was 157 Maneuver Enhancement Brigade. But this one says that this one is in, was it, it might have, honestly, it might have been them. Anyway, the unit sucked. But anyway, back to more other things. So airmen suspected of leaking secret U.S. documents hit with federal charges. Who's getting cucked now? So Boston, April 14th, a 21-year-old member of the U.S. Air National Guard accused of leaking top-secret military intelligence records online was charged on Friday with unlawfully copying and transmitting classified material. Jack Douglas Tahera, is that how you say it? Tahera? Tahera. Tahera. Of North of North Dighton, Massachusetts, who was arrested by heavily armed FBI agents at his home on Thursday, made his initial appearance in a crowded federal court wearing a brown khaki jumpsuit. Did you see that he was dressed in like basketball shorts and shit? He's wearing like sandals, basketball shorts, t-shirt. He's probably thinking he got like somebody he was playing against on COD swatted him. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I've been swatted. Like, you're under arrest for espionage. What? <laughs> excuse excuse me? This is not for Call of Duty. At the hearing, Boston's top federal and national security pro- uh, prosecutor, Nadine Pellegrini, requested that Teixeira be detained pending trial, and a detention hearing was set for Wednesday, which is tomorrow or this week. During the brief pro- uh, brief proceeding, Teixeira said little, <laughs> said little, answering yes when asked whether he understood his right to remain silent. I mean, at least he understood that assignment. The judge said to share his financial affidavit show that he qualified to be represented at a federal public defender that he had appointed one. He's fucked. <laughs> public defender. There it is. After the hearing, three of Teixeira's family members left the courthouse with a group of reporters trailing them for several blocks. They entered a car without making any comments. The leaked documents were believed to be the most serious U.S. security breach since more than 700,000 documents. Fuck. Videos and diplomatic cables appeared on the WikiLeaks website in 2010. Oh, Oh, this is a different one. They're comparing it, yeah. That the 700,000 was that was Bradley Manning, also known as Chelsea Manning. It's Bradley Manning. Bradley Manning only did that because he didn't want to stay in prison. Let's be fair. The Pentagon has always the NSA one from, and that was Snowden. He's now living in Russia, (laughs) as far as we know. No, that's he is living in Russia. Edward Snowden lives in Russia. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. He can't come back. I don't keep up. Well, clearly. So the Pentagon has called the leak a deliberate criminal act. This leak did not come to light until it was reported by the New York Times last week, even though the documents were posted on social media website weeks earlier. U.S. President Joe Biden said Friday he ordered the investigators to determine why the alleged leaker had access to the sensitive information, which included records showing purported details of Ukrainian military vulnerabilities and embarrassed Washington by revealing it's spying on allies. He didn't put that many coherent words together. No, he didn't. Someone wrote it for him. Come on now. Fallout from the case has rolled has rolled Washington. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer has requested a briefing for all 100 senators next week, while Republican House Representative Speaker Kevin McCarthy vowed to investigate. The Biden administration has failed to secure classified information, McCarthy said on Twitter. Here we go. Political arguing. Through, mm-hmm. our, through our committees, Congress will get answers as to why they were asleep at the switch. Because, yeah, because... 
Congress is in charge of fucking making sure that people adhere to OPSEC, you know? I will say that is the dumbest thing ever. Like, I don't take political sides, but that is a fucking, that's broad. Like, you can't blame yeah, Congress. That, I mean, that's like when the triad gets fired for somebody's stupid shit because it was a loss of confidence. It's, it's, it reminds me of, like, when I was active duty, and our and we have a dude get a fucking DUI in another company, and the battalion commander yells at fucking everybody because you guys should have been there to make sure that this didn't happen. It's like, how am I supposed to know? I don't know this guy. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? It's up. It's It's... Personal responsibility. It's not my fucking responsibility. I don't know the guy. Plus, I'm a specialist, and that guy's a sergeant in another company and another squad. I never met the guy. Anyway, should have been there. Yep, should have been there. Should have been there. Um, Biden said he was taking steps to tighten security. While we are still uh, determining uh, the validity of these documents, I have directed our military and intelligence community to take steps further to secure and limit distribution of sensitive information. He said in a statement. Uh-huh. More charges expected. A criminal uh, complaint made public on Friday charges to share with one count of violating the Espionage Act related to the unlawful copying and transmitting of sensitive defense material and a second charge related to the unlawful removal of defense material to an unauthorized location. A conviction in the Espionage Act carries up to 10 years in prison. That's actually pretty light. Yeah, that's back in the day, they just says up to back in the day, they just kill you. They just kill you right there. <laughs> the charges are connected to just one leaked document so far, a classified record that described as a status of the Russia-Ukraine conflict and included details about troop movements in a, partic a pr particular date. Experts expect more charges as investigators examine each leaked document. Teixeira could also face more counts depending on the number of times he separately uploaded the, and transmitted each document. They're going to pick the ones, the documents, I would imagine, that foreign governments have already seen, said Stephanie well, Siegman, the former net. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, in a Which, sworn, I mean, it makes sense, to be fair. So in a sworn statement, the, an FBI agent said Teixeira had held the top secret security clearance as since 2021 and also had sensitive, compartmented access to other highly classified programs. Since May 2022, the FBI said Teixeira has been serving as an E-3 airman first class in the Air National Guard and has been stationed at Otis Air National Guard Base in Massachusetts. Siegman said one lingering question is why a 21-year-old National Guardsman held such a top-level security clearance. Because is that a real question? Yes. Like, is that a real fucking question? I think it should if be. If you score high enough on your fucking ASVAB and you pass the background check and you qualify for a job when you're going in that requires you to have such clearance. Like my, yeah. let's put this but that, way. But it doesn't say what his job was. Um, I think it does. It, it, we literally, it literally just said, no, I said his rank and then he was on the base. It didn't say what his job was this whole time. I've been trying to figure out like, what the fuck was he like? What was his goddamn job? I think it was maintaining a, his job was maintaining a server with classified docs. Uh, Something like that. That's was, not, I want an MOS. That's what I want. So well, we'll, we'll find out. We can look into it. Um, Cause so, like top secret clearances. Those well, are only for example, given out. For example, right. My cousin went into the Navy as a fucking nuke guy, right? Yeah. He, that's a top secret security clearance. Yes. And he is, he was fucking 19, 18, 19 years old. 
Yes. Holding a top secret security clearance. So it's like, why is a 21 year old holding a security clearance? Well, yeah, depends on your fucking job. Fucked up. I, I wanted, I was more thinking because I haven't seen what his job was supposed to be. That was where my level of questioning was coming from. Not the fact that he was 21. Well, the, I was more thinking, fuck was this job? And he was a national guardsman. So like, what, what was he fucking doing? We'll, we'll find out, but I'm just, the point is, it's like to say, why does a 21-year-old National Guardsman have a top secret security clearance? I'm like, because probably his MOS required it. He qualified yeah, for that, that MOS. That makes more sense. He qualified for that MOS because of his scores, which wasn't a 10. And <laughs> and for these kinds of clearances, they do a background check on you. Like the FBI, for a top secret security clearance, background checks you. They check your credit score. They check your banks. They check Everything. They talk to your family. They t- they look into your family history and shit. They look in your social media. It's not like, oh, cool. Here's your top secret security clearance. That's it. Have fun and basic. No, it's not like that at all. They do an extensive background check for these clearances. So there was no red flags. So that if anybody fucked up, it's the FBI. The FBI fucked up. If there was something there that they missed, that's on them. There's he like shouldn't have had that clearance in the first place. But, like, the question, like, why does a 21-year-old have this clearance? And then you have dudes on podcasts that are like, I'm in my 50s, and I didn't qualify for top-secret security clearance until I was about 38 years old. It's like, dude, because you probably had a change in your career that required you to apply for one later, and they looked into it, and you probably had a shitty fucking financial history because of it. He does not have a financial history. Because they wanted to give me a TS clearance just to go to Gitmo, and then they were like... But what's he going to be doing? Because I didn't need it. And I was like, I want I don't fucking want it because I don't need that type of background check process. Just to, I don't want to go through it. And it ended up coming back. They're like, oh, he doesn't even need it. Right. So, so he probably did need it for his job. But we'll we'll figure that out in a minute here. I still don't know what the fuck his job so is. So that's an issue the Department of Defense needs to know, know now, uh, needs to know now deal with. Why is it? Needs to now deal with. I'm an idiot. Um, why would he be entitled to these documents about Russia-Ukrainian conflict? Routers has reviewed more than 50 of the documents labeled secret and top secret, but has not independently verified their authenticity. And the number of documents leaked is likely to be over 100. Hmm. Now, let's actually look into what this kid actually did. What's his name again? Tashera. Uh, I want to find his full name here. Hang on. Jack Teixeira. Let's see. I'm trying to see if it's in one of these articles here. So let's uh, let's go and let's look at this real quick. Um, Airman First Class. His job, a cyber transport systems journeyman, would have would have had him working not an intelligence analyst, but with IT infrastructure. So he was an IT guy. He just happened to have access. That's see. Okay, so he was a cyber transport systems journeyman. So he was handling the infrastructure of the IT that handles the classified documents. So he, therefore, yes, he would need a top secret security clearance for that. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what he did. Retired Colonel Chris, soldier, solitary confinement. Oh, I think I found that one article I was talking about. What, what? The Guantanamo Bay thing I was telling you about. Send it. Oh, no, these items were from Fort Bliss, but it was still interesting. I'm pretty sure this was it, because I, I remember this. Send it to me. Uh, I'm... All right. 
Oops. <laughs> Fuck. Massive ad. Dude, this is a fucking huge ad. Why can't I? You have reached your limit of free articles? It is the New York Times article. Find that same thing on another article. Uh, Just go to 12footladder.io. Dude, I don't have time for this. Just put it in a 12... Just take that that copy-paste and put it in a 12-foot ladder. It'll take away the, the paywall. You got Doc over here telling me to go to these fucking weird websites and like <laughs> to get rid of a paywall. I'm like, it's not that serious, bro. They fucking want me to go do this shit. In the meantime, we're going to talk about the Air National Guard arrested after applying to be a hitman online. So, Josiah Garcia allegedly told an undercover FBI agent, my only question is, when can I start? <laughs> <laughs> So a Tennessee Air National Guardsman who called himself the Reaper is now <laughs> is now reaping the consequences of his actions after attempting to find work on a website for Hitman. Josiah Ernesto Garcia was arrested Wednesday, April 12th, charged by the Department of Justice with trying to find work as a Hitman. Garcia, 21, marketed himself as a as a renta Hitman. Oh, a rent a no, hitman. no, I'm sorry. Garcia21 marketed himself to rentahitman.com as a skilled murderer for hire, citing his marksmanship skills and his service in the Tennessee Air National Guard. I qualified expert at the range when I'm on my qual. I'm an expert marksman. You fucking idiot. One problem rentahitman.com is not a real business. You don't say. You don't say. He's not even on the fucking dark web. So initially set up by a cybersecurity site in 2005, became a fake job listing page for murder for hire with a site's owner passing along tips to federal bureau of investigations. <laughs> like, so, so essentially he's catching fucking idiots. Yeah. According to the department of justice, Garcia was looking for work in order to support his family and sought mercenary employment. You should just apply. Who's for he trying to kill? Anybody, I guess. Um, he, he found rentahitman.com and reached, he Google, I guarantee you, he Google searched, where can I apply to be a hitman? <laughs> we should Google it right now and see if it's the first thing that pops uh, fucking, up. You want to? I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking do it. All right. Hang where? on. Rentahitman.com. Okay. Rentahitman, your point click solution. <laughs> Rent a hit. <laughs> oh God, we are a 100% HIPAA compliant Hitman Information Privacy Protection <laughs> Act of 1964. Click below for your free consultation. The dark web is not safe, but we are. <laughs> source, oh, yeah. source, trust, trust me, bro. Just trust me, bro. <laughs> it's common knowledge that the dark and deep webs are not safe marketplaces for carrying out nefarious deeds. These sites are often fraught with potential risks, including viruses. The fraud is rampant. There is no guarantee of privacy, and your information could be leaked less than reputable websites, including law enforcement agencies, and that's no fun. You mean like you? <laughs> <laughs> Good news is that Rent-A-Hitman is a safe and secure option that is easily accessible for world, for, on the World Wide Web. The place oh <laughs> we place God. great importance on maintaining the confidentiality of our clients and ensuring their privacy is protected under HIPAA, the Hitman, the HIP under HIPAA, the Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act. You fucking idiot for falling for this. Oh shit. The Hitman 
Information Privacy and Protection Act. Who the fuck believes that? Uh, clearly this Air National Guardsman. It's always the next. And this is, in, con- in contrast, our competitors' websites can't make the same claim, and their credibility is questionable at best. So when it comes to your safety and peace of mind, choose Rent-A-Hitman. Capiche? Got a, got a problem that needs resolving with over 17,985 U.S.-based field operatives. We can find a solution that's right for you. Our expertly trained field operatives are dedicated to providing a complimentary consultation, help you discover the perfect solution for your unique situation. He's the 10 ass. Since 1920, Rent a Hitman has assisted in a diverse range of satisfied clients, including the ordinary citizens of all ages, government employees, and even political figures. Since 1920. Before the, you know, computer was ever created. Our experience allows us to handle any delicate situation with precision and efficiency while ensuring 100% compliance while the Hitman Information Privacy Protection Act of 1964. Did this come from the fucking mafia? Oh, my God. We have customizable solutions for every situation. Tired of getting bullied? Rent a hitman. Has assisted assisted individuals just like you have been the victim of bullying at the gym and in the office or at the club. With a variety of solutions available, we ensure that your situation is resolved according to the proper care, our attention it deserves. Fill out a service request for additional information. Consultations are free and discreet. You don't like your boss? Fuck him. We can make any troubled relationship disappear. Let's face it. We've all had a relationship or two that you just would, you just wish would go away, but didn't know just how to end it. Look no further than rent a hitman. Take care of the dirty work for you. To get started, submit a service request. You can't trust just any organization online, but you can trust us. We're 100% HIPAA compliant. Customer, modern problems. Customer testimonials, bro. Customer testimonials. Philip M. Florida. Of course, they have these pictures of people with their blurred faces. (laughs) Phil M. from Florida. Guido and his public relations crew at Rent a Hitman were were able to resolve a five-year dispute in a matter of days. Highly recommended. Laura S. Nobody's putting their fucking name out there for a Hitman service. Super discreet. I loved it. Super discreet site with, with customer reviews. Caught my husband cheating with the babysitter and our relationship was terminated after a free public relations consultation. I'm single again and looking to mingle. Thanks, Guido. Rent a hitman. <laughs> Fernando like M. from Kansas. My business schedule is too busy to get my hands dirty with human resources issues, so I consulted with Rent a Hitman and they handled my disgruntled employee issue promptly while I was out of town on vacation. Gracias, Rent a Hitman. I the fact that this fucking moron believed this, right? Right? That's, he's the 10 ASVAB. We found it. We found the guy. We found the 10 ASVAB. Problem, and no, actually, he made it into the Air Force National Guard, the Air National Guard. He went through an Air Force recruiter. So there, and we all know how picky mm-hmm. Air Force recruiters are. So this dude made it through Air Force recruiting and basic training, and the Air Force accepted him. And he is still dumb enough to believe this. He must have went to, like, Fudge your fucking asvab.com. So global crisis management. Rent a hitman has probably served hundreds of valued customers. This is a long website. It's probably served hundreds of valued customers in over 200 countries, including Canada and the remote new Ghana islands, new Ghana islands. It's not even real. Wherever you are in the world, Rent a Hitman is just a smartphone browser away. Rent a Hitman has probably been on the World Wide Web since 05 and the largest uh, field operative network in the world. Has probably been. Group and senior discounts available. 
Business is booming and special discount packages are available. Group of three or more, senior 65 and up, spring cleaning, Air National Guardsman. <laughs> oh, no. They added him on there. Oh, my God. Do you see that? Did you see no. that? Did you not hear it? Okay, get this. Okay, I'm in the group and senior discounts available. People who qualify for discounts, groups of three or more, senior citizens, 65 and older, spring cleaning sale, Air National Guardsmen. Jesus Christ. They called. So they put all the guilty people on there. They, they, yeah, 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 they did. Mention code cool cats and kittens for an additional 10% discount. <laughs> <laughs> to find out if you qualify, submit a service request form and a field operative will contact you as soon as possible. I see, I see what they did there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> just, just, just fucking. Killed her um, husband, Carol Baskin. Actually, they found him alive. I heard about that. Site navigation help. Contact Guido. Donations and support. Rent a Hitman Careers. Looking for a career change? Click here. <laughs> Should I click on it? They have a YouTube video. No, the fuck they don't. They have a YouTube video. You should make a YouTube video for them. You can hear it probably. Yes. Yeah, hey, you. Uh, you looking for a Hitman? You got an issue <laughs> that needs resolving? Uh, look no further than rent a hitman your point and click solution with a credit card number yeah, thing we're on the world wide web not the deep web not the dark web the world wide web and and uh oh my god Tom guido sent you surf down to the bottom of the page fill out the web form and submit it and i'll tell you i'll personally put you in touch with one of our over eighteen thousand field operatives that we have worldwide oh security and, and privacy is important to us and we are 100 compliant with hipaa the hitman information privacy and protection act of 1964 so check us out rentahitman.com i want to know oh my god they, they have a photo gallery they have a photo gallery HIPAA security, rent a hitman, your point and click solutions. I cannot oh, believe. Shit. Please help me to you. Okay, I'll wait. I hope that one of the best agents can contact me. I want to kill a woman who has been seized by seized my happiness and my future, even hurt my parents. I hope this woman can die before May is over. Thank you so much, and I hope it's it's help. What is your reason for contacting us? I need her taken care of because we she won't leave. I need her gone. Briefly describe what services you would like performed. Pin her to the wall with via knives through her wrists and ankles. Cut her open, cut open her abdomen and let her bleed out. Hang her with her intestines. Leave her heart in my room on a cooler with ice. How did you hear about Rena Hitman? Google. <laughs> what actions would you like to have performed to resolve your issue? Be as descriptive as possible. The more you describe, the faster we could prioritize your custom <laughs> custom level of service. I want her out of my life. As you can see, the cute boy, dark skin, height, 5'9", Hugo Afro, right next to her on Instagram. He's my ex. I want him I to come back. Gone. I want him to come back to me, but I can't if she's there. I want her to suffer as in dead. I don't want her in my life. She needs to go. I want him back. You think you can help me? I don't want her to be here. He's mine. He will be mine unless the girl's gone. I want her to die as soon as possible. I hope she can, she will die before May 2018, and the procedure is uh, so clear you can make it look like a traffic accident or rape. Jesus Christ. The country areas 
prone to crime, so please reply my message soon. Thank you. These are all fucking... What is the reason to contact us? He has bullied me, beat me up. I just hate him. Briefly describe what services you like perform. Kill him. How did you hear about Rent a Hitman? YouTube. Dude, we didn't finish this article, did we? No, no. I just went to the site to see it. This, this is a this is a this is a fucking fantastic site. Hi, I'm from <laughs> Indonesia, and I want to be a murderer. If you give me a change, I want to be a murderer. I want. Here's this. Hi, I'm from Indonesia, and I won't. Be t I want to be a murderer. If you give me a change, I won't make you proud. But give me a gun and amazing s salary with two L's. Is the job done? I thought I wanted him dead. And the baby with me and the Tiffany here at blank. I give you everything you need to get the job done. These are all people applying for this. Hello, I was wondering applying. how much. Applying. Like applying to be the, the hitman. This is fucking fantastic. It says, make sure you kill them and don't kill the baby. <laughs> I have a problem and I need you to do something. Has your credit card number been stolen on the internet? Card number and like a fucking check for your credit card stuff. This is fucking, this site, this hidden site has been seized. Oh, yeah, this is like. So let's go back to the article. <laughs> we, we left off on the Tennessee Air National Guard did not immediately respond, right? Hang on. So he was looking, he found rentahitman.com and reached out about a potential work on February 16th. He put his military service as qualification. Garcia has been put in, been part of the national, uh, Tennessee air national guard since 2021. Of course, what is it with people joining in 21 that are doing these fucking things, man? Did him and to share go to the same fucking basic training? <laughs> Garcia, the department, the Garcia, the Department of Justice alleges, reached out repeatedly to the website's administrator, administrator, hoping to hear back about his work as a hitman. That's when the FBI got involved. I hope this guy's not in regiment either. Oh, dude. <laughs> After over a month, an undercover FBI agent reached out to talk. Garcia, the affidavit said, told the undercover agent that his job with the National Guard there consists of serving one weekend a month. He has no other job. Speaking to federal investigators after his arrest, the court affidavit says Garcia said that a coworker in Tennessee Air National Guard was the one to suggest that he seek out mercenary jobs as a way to make additional money. That coworker is not identified. This dude's getting off Scott. So another Air National Guardsman suggested this to him? Maybe it was a joke. Maybe he, he, he did it. He had... There's no way he had to. It was he probably. It was probably went like this. Like I need to find work. Do mercenary work. Look up. Look up how to be a hitman or some shit. Like I don't give a fuck. The Tennessee Air National Guard did not immediately respond to task purposes. Curie on Garcia and his service. Garcia did not appear to suspect that uh, rentahitman.com was not a legitimate site <laughs> for would be hitman. He met with an undercover agent on April 6th to discuss potential murder jobs and see if he was qualified enough. For them, the FBI agent asked him if he was sure. So the, this guy was kind of having that conversation exactly how you want. He's like, "Man, I don't have any other jobs. Like, be a fucking hitman or something." So this, and he's like, "Yeah, this is that's this, a great idea." So this is the conversation between them. You're locked in. This is what you want because it sounds like you're having you have a lot going on. You're in the military. You got college. You got a lot going on. As far as good things in your life, kind of getting this you you can get in this world. The agent asked per the affidavit. 
It's a shady world, and I just don't want you to have regrets. You come to work for us because it, I mean, it messes with your mind shooting people. He's doing everything in his power to get this guy to be like, nah, yeah. I yeah. don't want to do he's this. Trying to, he's trying to give him an out. Garcia showed no deep hesitation saying that he was okay with it, although he preferred if his jobs took him out of state. In the, in the course of his attempts to sell himself as a hitman, Garcia said that he had earned the nickname Reaper during his time in the National Guard. You mean all one and a half years of it? Come on. <laughs> so I started blasting. So when the undercover agent said killing 50 people could be financially lucrative, Garcia said that's a rookie numbers for the Reaper. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Those are rookie numbers for the Reaper. I'm the Reaper. That's the most Air Force shit of all This time. is like, you know those dudes that give themselves nicknames in high school? They call me Blade. They call me Razor Face. Razor um, Taser Face. So Garcia shows. Hang on. <laughs> um, at the end of the meeting, Garcia... Who again sought out work as a hitman on a site called rentahitman.com told the undercover agent, My only question is, when can I start? I like how they pointed out, they're like, Again, he went to rentahitman.com. Right, yeah. <laughs> that confidence was short lived. The next day, Garcia was hired for a job at a medical facility at Vanderbilt. He planned on returning, mon returning money he'd been given for telling his rentahitman.com contact that he, the Reaper, did not want to be a hitman anymore. He was arrested on April 12th. Garcia faces 10 years of prison if convicted. You fucking moron, dude. Oh, my God. I'm glad I saved that one for last. Fucking, like, you just go look at this website, bro. It's, it, did, I, did I send it to you? Did you, did you go to it? I don't want to look at it. Nope, I'm not having that on my browser history. <laughs> dude, it's fantastic. It's because it's not real. None of it's no, real. No, I know. Guido's Coffee Fund, $5. He's got a fucking, look at this. He's got a fucking PayPal QR code for Guido's Coffee Fund. I prefer my coffee to be as dark as my humor. And for those special moments, <laughs> I like to add a touch of raw sugar. Your support in keeping the site caffeinated is greatly appreciated as, as, as it allows me to continue serving our valued clients. Thank you. Tell us what you think. We want to know what you think. We'd love to hear what's on your mind. What do you think about the site? What improvements can be made, if any? How did you find us? We want to know if everything is everything. Now is your chance. I should I should write something and be like, I came here, I, I came here trying to see how dumb this Air National Guardsman is, and can't believe he actually thought this was real. Thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, I sent you another thing to be able to remove that paywall. It's literally removepaywall.com. You really want me to look this fucking thing up, don't you? Yes, we've I've come this far, and I put this much work in. <laughs> we've come this far. You put so much work in. You're right. You you put so much work in. I hired the hitman, like everything. <laughs> All right. I'll I'll fucking do this for you. I'm only doing it for you. Oh, so sweet. All right. <clears throat> so retired colonel criticizes solitary confinement of quarantine soldiers at Gu Guantanamo. Eric Kurska, whose daughter was deployed. Um, to the BR said that he was alarmed by the isolation of young soldiers on their first tour as a coronavirus precaution. How old is this? This is 2020. During well, 2020. COVID. Yeah, this is, this is uh, so Washington, a retired Minnesota national guard colonel whose daughter recently deployed to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba on her second tour is accusing the military of dangerously isolating company of military police for 14 days to protect the BR from the coronavirus. So 
so the real the situation was so these these, they're, people, these people are from Texas. Yeah, so I thought they were from because we were getting units from everywhere. So, and they had to so they had to move these people and completely reprioritize what they were doing. But the thing is, so the the confinement that they were doing it was just it was the isolation precaution that we we're all fucking having to go through back then. They got their own fucking rooms down there for this, and people would literally bring. Now it was kind of annoying because you couldn't leave the room, you couldn't do anything, but people would bring them food, and they would just be chilling. You have internet, you had your cell phone, they had TV, they had all the things that they would really need. Air conditioning, like it, it, they weren't in terrible situations whatsoever. So the bad, they weren't in bad conditions. Essentially. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, the way we were living, that I was living down there, and the and what they were living in when they first got there were fucking nice. Like they're better than any barracks, and they were like tin cans. Like they were honestly pretty fucking nice. I had AC, like it was great. And you had your own little tin can with air conditioning, internet, and all that shit, chilling. And this bitch, and I'm like, I'll let you continue, but fucked. Opsec completely. I mean, okay, we'll see what what she did. All right, so the 150 members of the 34th Military Police Company arrived on September 6th from Fort Bliss, Texas, where they were also quarantined. But collectively, oh, uh, but collectively, over the summer, the same soldiers were on their first National Guard troops deployed to the streets of Minneapolis during the unrest after the police killing of George Floyd in May. Now, according to Eric Kurska in uh, Rochester, Minnesota, who served three deployments in Iraq and retired as a colonel in 2015, enlisted troops like his daughter, Staff Sergeant Mackenzie Kurska, have been co- confined individually inside 9 by 12 containerized housing. They're given 7 a.m. temperature checks, followed by three meals left in their door throughout the day by troops who knock and disappear. That's true. My complaint is about the solitary confinement, Mr. Kursk has said in interviews over the weekend. Lack of human contact is dangerous. We all know that. Studies are clear. Sergeant Kurska is 28, has a bachelor's degree in sociology and criminal justice, and works in corrections as a civilian. She previously deployed in the wartime prison in Guantanamo in 2017 and is responsible for the welfare of 12 lower-ranking soldiers. Her father said that they were concerned about the younger soldiers in the unit who never deployed before and never been away from their home before. Men aged 18 to 24, he said, were statistically more susceptible to suicide. I mean, well-being of your mental health for your soldiers is, is fine. COVID is something serious, he said, but it's not the way to take care of soldiers. It's all about mental health. You don't leave them soldiers on their own for that long without checking on them. The BR has been has had a form a 14-day quarantine called Restriction of Movement, or ROM, since the World Health Organization declared pandemic on March 11th. But Mr. Kurska said that he raised an alarm in local news interviews starting on September 11th because his daughter had been reduced to checking on her troops via text message or FaceTime. Moreover, he said the unit already underwent a two-week communal ROM and was tested at Fort Bliss. Mr. Kurska said the guidelines he consulted showed service members needed just one round of quarantine. So they kept them in quarantine is what they're saying. No, no, it there's multiple there was multiple rounds. It was kind of stupid because they would they would rom before they left. And because everything was more stupid in Gitmo because of, you know, they had detainees. If one of them fucking died, it'd this be a mentions PR nothing about her OPSEC thing. Nothing. Nothing mentioned at all. 
in this article? Yep, not at all. Well, she they she had given away the movement of the troops and what what they were doing and when they were coming and what they were supposed to be doing. So everyone in that unit was supposed that was supposed to be working in the camps were no longer allowed to do that. Oh my god. My ADD just took me to the bottom of the website for Rent a Hitman. Oh my god. The disclaimer, right? Rent a Hitman is no longer affiliated with the Diners Club, the Detroit Lions, the Illuminati, Donald Trump, Kyle Rittenhouse, <laughs> Carol Baskin, or Vladimir Putin due to contractual restrictions. All correspondences with Rent a Hitman, your point check solution, including email, web communications, are the property of RAH and the subject to print, multimedia, and all other uses, both public and private. By using RAH, you consent to the use of cookies required by HIPAA regulations. Capiche? That is fucking crazy. They have merchandise. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a T-shirt that says Field Operative, 100% HIPAA compliant, Hitman Information Privacy Protection Act, rentahitman.com, $20 T-shirt. Holy fuck. Field operative gear? Oh, that's the T-shirt is the field operative gear. <clears throat> that is fantastic. Here, let me, it's, uh, yeah, that's, this is what it looks like. Just a t-shirt with a with a sniper scope in it, and it says field operative. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. And that's it. That's all we got. Fucking weirdos in the Air National Guard. Oh man. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yes, it was. Well, anyway, let's wrap this up. Um we got some big things coming on the podcast in the future here, though. We do. And for regiment in general. Uh, yeah. Can't really talk about them yet, but, but yeah. I mean, we got we got, we're, we're doing a little bit of a recording tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to be recording with, um, with warrior gamer. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Um, we're not going to be recording it, but we're going to be on their stuff on their show. So yeah. we'll, uh, post links about that once that's all done and edited and ready to post. So, Keep an eye out for that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a great time. Um, you know what we should do? What? Remember when we had the regiment stories on your podcast? Yeah, yeah. So like give us some stories. Give us some stories about your time in. Tell us some shit. Put it in the comments section down below. Or DM Anything. us on Twitter. DM us on the Twitter. The funnier, the stupider, the better. The crazier, the better. Like you said. Like it's we want we want to hear your shit. We want to know. When we want to laugh. Tell us some stuff. Ridiculous, ridiculous shit. Just don't shit. break fucking upset. Just don't break upset. God damn it. And we're not hitmen, so don't try to fucking hire us either. So, anyway, with that, um, I'm Brock, and this is Doc with the Smoke Pit Podcast, and we'll catch you next week on the next episode. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Make sure to like and subscribe. And, uh, like the video. And um, we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.